Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one. All right, you ready for the word tonight? Good. Stand up on your feet. Take your Bibles. Book of Acts, chapter 3, as we continue a series on healing. Thank you, Minister Micah. Appreciate you. Acts chapter 3, starting in verse 1. Now Peter and John went up together at the temple, the hour of prayer, went up to the temple, the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who had entered the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asking for alms, And fixing his eyes on them with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's all say that together. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand And he lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength, so that he, leaping up, stood, walked, entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people who saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Father, thank you so much for what you're going to do. Move in power. Amen. You may be seated. Again, if you haven't prayed up before you got into pulpit, don't try to start then. My name, my name is uh, Daniel Andrew Bracken. My mother was going to name me David, but they changed their mind and went to Daniel. And uh, that really is who I am. I'm a David Daniel type person. It's interesting. Names are interesting. Somebody said, I hate my name and I hate what it means. We'll change it. You know, <laughs> names. We identify with people's names. We call each other by each other's names. You're known by your name. Maybe you have a good reputation. Maybe you need to work on that. Anybody have a nickname? Bubba? Stinky? Something like that? Anybody? How'd you get your nickname? Think about how you got your nickname. I was nicknamed. It didn't really stick, but I do remember it well. Uh, and I got it surfing, actually, I, on Georgica Beach in Long Island, New York, with about a seven-foot swell coming in. I was maybe 12, 13, 13 years old, and I was surfing with a bunch of other uh, older guys, and nobody was giving me any waves, which is how that works. you got to fight and scrap and get your own wave. So I decided to get all the way out on the inside, take as big a wave I can, and just go for it. And uh, they nicknamed me Dangerous Dan right then, so... Amen. I didn't die that day, but the, the name stuck for a little bit. How do, we, how do names come? I want to talk to you about the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. And, and what that means. And if you've come tonight in need of help, you've come tonight in need of healing, you've come tonight in need of a breakthrough, you have come to the right place. So I want to teach you, I want to impart to you, and we're going to flow in the Holy Ghost and see all that, that God's going to do. I do have some notes for you, 
And uh, let's move through those now. Do you all have notes today? All right, good, 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 good. That way, um, let me let me give a, a little um, word of caution. If you're driving right now, I just we, we should probably put up caution. Our media people, careful when listening to this podcast, because um, holy manifestations might occur. You, I was talking to somebody. I don't know what happened. I just started shaking. I, I don't know what happened, but I'm totally changed. Something happened. We've had people. We've had people been so impacted just through the preaching of God's Word, not even laying hands on them. We do that too. We believe in all the gifts of the Spirit. Amen. You see it in the Bible. We want to see it manifested in our present, in His presence here that we might be touched and changed. Amen. And so if you look in your notes now, how did, how did names come in ancient times? There's a number of different ways they came. They came through description of the person. Right? Like Edo, Edow, uh, pardon me, Edom, which means red. Esau is his name, red, red hairy guy. He got his name by the way he looked, Esau, which comes from Edom, which means red, Esau. How about Ichabod? That's a situation that took place. How many of you know that story? It's when the, the, the ark was captured and um, Eli fell over and broke his neck and uh, his grandson was born, and, uh, and they called him Ichabod, which means the glory departed. It was when the Philistines, how do you like to be Ichabod? Comes through prophetic word. It's a lot of different ways that names come. I don't know how you named your child. We named ours. Uh, we love Bible names. And uh, so we named ours by praying and, and seeking the Lord and, um, and contending. We knew what the prophetic word was over Hannah, that she was going to be a psalmist, that she was going to sing, that she was going to dance, and she's in school for worship leading and for uh, other things as well. And she was the one who was over on the left-hand side, and that word has come to pass now 20 years later. But Hannah, the song of Hannah, when Hannah got the answer to prayer, is very similar even to the song of Mary. It's, it's actually it's fascinating. Um, this prayer, this song of Hannah. So we named her prophetically and found it in Scripture, and the Lord just spoke to us to do that. So circumstances through, through relationships. My, my name is Daniel. My son's name is Daniel Jr. My wife insisted. She insisted. She said, no, we're going to name him after you. I'm like, really? She's like, oh, yes. Yes. I insist. And uh, my brother's named after my dad. My father's name is John. My brother's name is John. You'll see that Zachariah, when he chose John the Baptist's name, didn't pick anybody from, you can go and read that. None of your family is named John. Why would you call his name John? Because God said so. Everybody say that, because God said so. And many times you get a new, when you get a new name, like, do you, have you heard of Mephibosheth? Try to say that ten times. Mephibosheth's original name was Maribal. Maribal was the queller or the destroyer of Baal. He was a son of Jonathan. And then when Jonathan and Saul were killed and David became king, he was crippled by the hand of his, his, his maidservant or his nanny running out of the, out of the, the, uh, the king's palace. He was dropped and his legs were crippled and his name was changed to Mephibosheth, which was like mouth of shame, I think it is dwelling in a place called Lodabar, and Lodabar has a, a name too. 
Wow. I met somebody at the gym just recently, and they told me their name, and they said, I hate my name. They told me their name, and they said, I hate my name. I just thought, oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, let's, let's look at this text. Ancient times, who you are in essence was summarized by your name. And names, this is in your notes now, names have a sphere of influence. So, you know, if you're here, uh, a part of our church here at Kings, Alaska, and the staff, you know, one of my staff comes and says to another staff, pastor said so. Well, they don't even have to say my, my first name. They say, I'm the main guy here under authority, under submission to Dr. Morocco, the vision, of course, under submission, an under-shepherd, under the great shepherd, Jesus. But my name carries power here. So, for instance, would you turn my sound up, please? Thank you, Jesus. A little bit more, a little bit more. Check. Okay, you can turn it down now. Okay, why'd that happen? Because I said so. <laughs> Would you kindly just turn the lights out? I know the other ones, the main ones. Not those ones, the main ones. You're awesome, Mr. Media Guy. Blackout. Why did that go out? Because pastor said so. Turn the lights on. Okay, great. Now, I don't mean anything by this, but if you said turn the lights out, they're not turning them out. You know why? Because you're not pastor. You don't have the authority. You have, a, you have authority in other realms. You have authority in other spheres, right? Dad said so, right? Whew, I remember that. <laughs> like, okay, then. We better just do that, right? Mom and dad, right? Go ask your mom. talking about names and spheres of influence. The name of Jesus. I want you to say that. The name of Jesus. Come on, close your eyes and say the name of Jesus. There is like some mystic garbage that's going around that you have to say uh, Yeshua or you have to say um, well, the Jehovah's Witnesses camp out on that. You know, you have, to, you have to know his name. You have to say his name right. That's garbage. There's not some rhythmic sound that comes out. Although, I have read some stuff that's sort of interest, interesting about that. But the name of Jesus, to understand, to understand the name of Jesus and why power is released in his name and what that means, that's what I'm after. I've, I've preached on this before, and so here we go. Here's this uh, man uh, who's brought there daily. He's 40 years old. He's a very young man, <laughs> and everybody said, amen. Praise God, he's 40. Wet behind the ears, spring chicken. He's crippled, and he's begging for alms. He's, alms is, is he's, he's looking for handouts, okay? And so Peter and John go at the hour of prayer, I should say that you, had, you should have an hour of prayer that you go. You should go and spend time at a particular time to meet with God. Even three times a day they would go. A miracle takes place in the name of Jesus. And faith in his name. Look at verse 16. Now, we didn't read this, but I'm going to read it now. Verse 16 of that same text. 
and his name, through faith in his name. It's capitalized. He's talking about the, God's name, the name of Jesus. He's, in the name of Jesus, the name of Jesus, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him, the crippled guy, this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Wow. Through faith in that name, the power of the kingdom of God is released. Now, I want you to say that. Through faith in the name of Jesus, and you could say Yeshua if you want to. It's the same thing. So there's not some special sound waves that go out because you say Yeshua. I just It just bothers me. It's theologically inaccurate. I did read something, though. I know I did read something that was sort of amazing. Uh, I, I don't know where it was. It was somewhere in the Middle East. There was this lost tribe, and uh, how they would yell out, anyway, and, and people would get healed. It's faith, faith in the name of Yeshua. Say that, just for fun. Ready? Faith in the name of Yeshua. Let's do it again. Faith in the name of Yahshua. Actually, I think it sounds better. Faith in the name of Jesus. Say it again. Faith in the name of Jesus. It's faith in the name. And what does that mean? What does that mean? It's not the, 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 the sound waves that ripple off from the syllables pronounced Jesus that releases the power. It's the power of the kingdom of God through faith in his name. What does that mean? What does that mean? I'm going to tell you, for the longest time I'd come to church, I'm like, in his, I don't know, what, what does that mean, in his name? I mean, we don't even use that terminology. In the name of Pastor Daniel Andrew Bracken, turn the lights out. Hey, come on, thank you, Lord. <laughs> in the name of Pastor Daniel, turn the lights on. All right. The name of Jesus was so powerful that they forbid them to speak in his name. How do they know to use his name? How do they know? Well, then we're going to look at some scripture. Well, first of all, they, they experienced the power of God everywhere they went. Peter and John. And they crossed over to the other side. This man comes out, the, the, the man of the Gadarenes who comes running and, and he says, we know who you are, the Holy One of God. I mean, they, they saw this stuff. They saw it. And, and Jesus taught them. They experienced the power of the name of Jesus. Demons cried out, don't torture us before our time. Just let us go make deviled ham. We'll go. I love how the devil had to ask for permission. The power of the kingdom of God is released. Healing is released in the name of Jesus. Miracles are released in the name of Jesus. Power is released in the name of Jesus. Demons flee at the name of Jesus. Healing flows at the name of Jesus had given them his name to expand his kingdom. Luke 9 talks about that. Jesus commissioned the 12. They go out of the villages to heal the sick, set the captives free. They go before him. Delegated power is released to them in my name. In Luke 10, there's 72 that are sent out. Look at Luke 10, verse 17. 
Matthew, Mark. I am your Luke. Listen, if you've come to get like some stuffy service, you're in the wrong place. I'm feeling kind of relaxed and teachery. I might end up preaching, but I'm just teaching right now. Luke, see, what's the difference? When I start spraying spit everywhere and running around and stuff, then you know I'm preaching. You know, like jump up on the chairs. You jump up on the chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we go right over all of them. Come right back to you at the leading of the Lord. Come right back. Amen. Teachery. Luke 10, verse uh, 17. That, what, listen to this. Now, I'm going to read this, and then, and then what happens is I start getting fired up, so <laughs> I can't help myself. I don't preach because I'm like, oh, I'm going to preach tonight. Something moves me, my heart gets set on fire, and then I end up preaching like, like now. My voice is starting to rise. It's not some pretended sort of make-believe, you know, try-to-get-you-interested thing. It's like I start getting moved. Like I read this, and, I'm, and, and, and it fires me up. In Luke, in Luke 10, 17, the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven, verse 18, verse 19. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents, scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, I'm going to read verse 20. Don't rejoice in this, that spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. They come back and they're like, oh my God, I got the power. They, they got power in your name. They lay hands on the sick and they're recovering. Miracles are breaking out. I'm preaching now. Miracles are breaking out all over the place. They're so fired up they can't even believe it. They come back and, and the Lord's like, yes, this is awesome. He said, but hey, don't lose your mind over that. Get really excited about your identity. Don't, 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 don't get so excited about the power that you walk in. Get excited about your, about your, new, your newness of me, that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. I mean, it's just kind of amazing. Wow. Come on. The name of Jesus. In John 14, verse 12, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these will he do, because I go to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, and whatever you ask in my name, whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. I mean, that's intense. That's like a blank check. Whatever you ask in my name. But you better understand that in his name means more than just... How many of you know, you ever had somebody come to you and, and, and they say, you know, so-and-so said so. So somebody with authority, but that person actually didn't say it. They tried to deceive, you know, you can't, that, that's the seven sons of Sceva. The first streakers. How many of you know the story of the seven sons of Sceva? And we've talked about it before. So they come in some Jewish exorcists, and they come in to cast a devil out, and they say, we adjure you, King James, we adjure you in the name of Jesus who Paul preaches. And the demon says, yeah, Jesus we know. Paul we have heard about. Who are you? <laughs> ah! 
God. <laughs> they get jumped. And they get all their clothes ripped off. And they run for their lives, naked and bleeding. It's the new name of the Skiva ministry. Naked and bleeding ministries. Would be a bad idea. So... Jesus we know, Paul we've heard about, which ought to tell you this, that if when you're really walking with the Lord in intimacy, that you should be known in heaven and basically feared in hell. That every time you wake up because you know him, you know his name, what that means, his character, all that his name means. In Philippians 2.9, now understanding the name continued in the church age, which is the age that we're in. The Apostle Paul, writing the church of Philippi, chapter 2, verse 9, Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and those on earth and those under the earth. Jesus, in his final appearance to the apostles before he ascends, he says, I've got power over every situation. It's like kings used to have a, they, they, they had a, a signet ring, the seal of the king. When you had that, you had entrance, you had access, you had money, you had everything you needed. The name. We're called to live in the power of his name. John 1 and 12, to as many as believed on him, he gave them the right to become children of God. Isn't everybody a child of God? No, not everybody's a child of God. Everybody's made in God's image. Every human being is made in God's image, but not every human being is God's child. Sorry to crash the party. That's how that is. The only, way that, the only way that you become his child is by having your sin forgiven. The only way to have your sin forgiven is to as many as believed on him. He gave them the right, exousia, the authority. He gave them the authority to become children of God. Authority, does it take authority? Yes, it takes the authority of the kingdom because of what Jesus has done. His name represents his character. Just like, I, I mean, I don't know what your reputation is. I, I, have, a, I have a reputation. I, I hope, I think it's a good one. I mean, it, it's, it's good, and it's like semi-crazy, you know. You're not quite sure. Well, Pastor Daniel said, I might pray in tongues. <laughs> That's right, I might. That was my prayer language. So, you know, there's no telling, just because that's sort of the way I'm wired up, right? Okay. I remember when, uh, when I was a tourist, not a tourist, a, um, a tour guide. <laughs> I was a tour guide years ago, and, and there was, we would get a list of hotel pickups of where we would pick people up at the hotels. And you couldn't wait to get your list because the hotels had a reputation, Right, So if you look and you're like, Grand Wailea, Sheraton, Radisson, you know, all these hotels were on the very wealthy end of town. You're like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Why is that? 
Because the people from, generally speaking, their reputation was when the people from the Grand Wailea came on your tour thing, you might get a C note and give them praise at the end of, you know, you might get, you, come on, it's a job. So, I mean, you're like, there's much bigger tippers. But if, but if you looked and you saw, Certain places. You know, the flea bag hotel. You know, we would still give great tours, but but generally speaking, people had lesser means and they would scrape their money together to take one of these expensive tours and they had a great time, but you weren't gonna get tipped real big. I mean, there were some rare occasions. And they called those the Gurk hotels. Getting gurked was when you got no tip. And, you know, you're trying to put some bread on the table, right? Reputation. The name of Jesus. What was his reputation? Oh, when he came, he might have a whip. He'd flip over some money changing tables, but there's going to be a move of God. Doves would be released, and the selling of doves would end. The caging of the dove. I just walked into something. They unseated those who sold the dove. The seat of authority, people that control the dumb, a picture of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus makes a whip, and he goes in and he flips over and just starts. Can you imagine? Morning! Hey! My house is a house of prayer. I feel like that sometimes. Reputation, the name of Jesus, it's, it represents his character, represents his authority, it represents his kingdom, it represents all that he has, all that he's done, and all that he will do. So when you say in the name of Jesus, the same Jesus that called Lazarus forth from the grave, when the king of kings spoke to Lazarus, Lazarus didn't have a choice. In fact, I've heard it said this way. He had to use Lazarus' first name because if he didn't, all the other dead people would have come out of the ground too. Lazarus! He didn't just say come forth because everybody would have been. (laughs) The name of Jesus. When you say the name of Jesus, the same power that was behind Peter here and John at the hour of prayer is behind you. The same authority, the kingdom of God. If you pray anything in my name. Now, in his name means you don't pray for somebody. Kill him, God. You saw how he cut me off. Kill him, God, in the name. I don't want to kill him. You don't know what spirit you're of. Love the faith that actually you could, you know, But I mean a Christian witchcraft. The name represents all that he is. He's God. And he's given his will. Amen. He's given you and me his name. His power, his character. All the power heaven behind you. Resurrection power. Praying his name brings results. I want you to go to Hebrews chapter 4. Call the name of Jesus. Hebrews 4. 
verse uh, 14. See then that we have a great high priest who's passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession, verse 15. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but at all, but was in all points tempted as we are, and yet is without sin. Therefore, let us come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace and help in time of need. Praying in his name. Listen, the veil has been rent in two. You have access. Most people never use that access. And as a result, they live far beneath their God-given blood-bought right. Come on, praise break. Lift your hands to heaven. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus. Come on, say it again. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. John 14, again, I will do whatever you ask. John 15, 6. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers. And the branches are gathered and thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done. He's tying together, then ask whatever you wish. In other words, when you're praying his will based upon his word, it will be done, period. Light didn't have a, they didn't have a debate. There was no board meeting. Wait a second. No, right. Do you think he really meant light when he said, let there be light? I mean, just. Water doesn't have a choice but to part when God, when God speaks. You know, you're the only one, human beings are the only one that can unplug God's word. Jesus said, you nullify the word through your vain traditions. That's like Colossians 2, don't let anyone spoil you. Spoil, rotten. Make you rotten. Don't let anyone make you rotten through vain tradition rudiments of the world and the philosophies of men. And I have found more often than not on the internet and different places, what's coming forth from pulpits is philosophy, not the word of God. God stands over his word to see it performed. So if I can, in this brief moment on a Wednesday night, get you to understand what the name of Jesus is and then get you moving forward in his character, in all that he is, in the name of God, moving forward, praying in his name, all of the resources of heaven behind you. If, if we can get you flowing like that, then your whole life changes. Then you too can become an inside trader. Miracles are released in his name. I touched on this, but I'll go there again, and I want you, I want you to go to Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. There's a, there's a great warning to those who use his name but don't have relationship with him. Matthew 7, verse 21. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. 
That is crazy. That power, healing, miracles can be released in his name even though you don't know him. That's amazing. I often wondered over the years where, uh, you know, a great man of God or woman of God are being used to bring miracles, signs, and wonders, and healing. And then you find out he's sleeping with the secretary or he was intoxicated when he did his last service. He's drunk. And, uh, he, you know, just total debauchery. And it all comes out and uh, blackens the, you know, the, the stories of the evangelists. And I wondered, like, man, how is it that, that God, how is it that you do miracles through someone like that? Because holiness matters. Listen, holiness matters, okay? We, we, we believe in that. We endeavor to live with all our hearts and all our mind and our soul and our strength before the Lord, to live holy, righteous, and pure, live a lifestyle of repentance. Amen. So how is it that, that God can use someone who's in sin? And the answer is simple. Because the name of Jesus and faith in it, it's not just, not, it's not so much to minister but, but God loves those people that come and they have faith in the name. And then he heals them, he honors, he honors his name and he honors their faith. It's not just the guy or the woman up there who is. You know, we have a culture where somebody does great things for God, we have a tendency to elevate them. I think that they're like, you know, all that, a bag of chips with three Coca-Colas. Oh, yes, so. God's the one that should be elevated. I remember talking to Dr. Morocco about naming ministries. And please don't put this label on someone else. This is just my own mentoring. He said, but if you ever start a ministry, you don't want to make it your name. I said, well, why not? He said, because it's not about you. And if God chooses to use you in a great way, you know, it's just, it elevates your name. I thought, hmm, all right. It's wonderful how God uses people. It's wonderful how God's using churches and leaders around the land. But it's his name. Come on, the name of Jesus. Would you come minister, Michael? Uh, I'm sorry, Hannah. While we still have you, before we launch you like an arrow, back to school, sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. Amen. Blessed is the man whose table is full of children like arrows in his quiver. Hurry up and come back. Amen. A couple more weeks before you go. Lift your hands to heaven all across this place. Such a simple message, but such a powerful one. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. I thank you for your presence. I thank you. Holy Spirit. How many of you will say, Pastor, I'm going to become more conscious of his name in prayer?
History books are waiting to be written about a people who will get a hold of the power, the delegated authority that we've been given. There's no weapon that's formed against you that shall prosper. There's healing in the name. There's forgiveness in the name. There's power, power, wonder-working power in the name. Holy Spirit, come. Release your power. Holy Spirit, make Jesus real to us. Glorify Jesus now. Have your way. Thank you for joining today's podcast. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, you can partner with us and give at kcalaska.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel and enjoy more messages like this one.